welcome to the Romance Me podcast. This is Erica. And I'm Em. And welcome to another <laughs> special bonus episode about Nano. How's it going? We're almost ready to start, Em. We are. Soon. <laughs> very, very soon. Are you ready for success? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm ready to write. I still want to write. I want the writing. Gimme, gimme, gimme. Since this episode is releasing pretty close to November, we're going to discuss ways you can set yourself up for success. A lot of these tips may be more useful next year on your second nano or whatever nano that is. Yeah, or the camp nanos. True. But some of them may be useful now. You never know. This is our final nano prep episode, but we are planning to update you about M's nano, her sci-fi romance project. So excited. (laughs) Um, Either in another bonus episode in the future and or also on our Twitter at RomanceMeCast. Tweet us. Yeah. Always be plugging. Uh, (laughs) You do that. I won't judge. <laughs> okay, um, if you could say one thing that would help set someone up for success with nano or writing in general, what would it be? Make some kind of an outline. If you do nothing else, <laughs> I think that will help, honestly. It can be real sparse. It can just have two things on it, you know, maybe just the beginning and the end. We did put um, your outline template, a blank one, on our website. Yeah. If you'd like to use that. But I mean, even that may be too much, like depending on how people want a nano, like if they want to go in with even less than that. But yeah, some something that will give you guidance. If you do nothing else, that would be the one thing. I know on um, the nano website, there's a lot of resources on there. Mm-hmm. Do you have uh, any experience with those? Uh, some of them. I, I know the forums can be very helpful. You can find, of course, fellow writers and they can help when you're stuck, particularly in the beginning. And then as Nano wears on, sometimes there's less help because people are busy and sometimes there's less help because people aren't nanoing. But at least in the beginning, there's usually a lot. There's also, uh, they call them pep talks. You can go there to find inspirational words and encouraging words from other writers. Actually, when I used to have more of a routine (laughs) ahead of time, before every nano, I would read James Patterson's pep talk. And it's short, so it's easy to read quickly. Is that on the Nano website? It is. I think now you can search them by name, so you should be able to find his really easily. There's tons of authors on there. I think you'd like the Neil Gaiman one. And actually, (laughs) you really should read the Jim Butcher one. I do like me some Dresden. (laughs) I think you'd really like that. You have in the notes here something to do would be learning about writing. Yeah, I mean, there's there's different books that you can read about the quote-unquote craft of writing. So, I mean, there's there's well-known ones like Stephen King's On Writing, uh, James Scott Bell's Plot and Structure. It's really good. And if you want to know more just about Nano itself and the writing process, there's Chris Batty's No Plot, No Problem. And then I know you added some too, like Lamont's 
bird by bird and shrunk and whites, the elements of style. We're working on a recommended reading list that we'll put on our website with those books and probably others as we go. Once we get started, it'll just (laughs) probably expand. (laughs) Why would you say it's important to read books about writing? What does that do for you? I think it's good to read about the process of writing if you can because that may give you ideas on how to approach your own process and I don't see the writing process as being a stagnant thing it changes with each project because if one thing isn't working change it to something else but you might have to figure out what that other thing is and reading other books about writing will help It'll help a writer think about their work critically and specifically. What other things can you do to learn about writing? Well, of course, there's reading. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) What? It's good to, to read things that you think are good. I think it's also good to read things that you think are bad. <laughs> you know, like, go, I would fix this this way. And just, I, I mean, read random things. I find random things way more inspirational than what's good or bad. Well, how do you pick a random thing? Just something something I want to know about. There's a book that I got at the thrift store about the history of grocery stores. Just absolutely <laughs> random. But it's interesting because it gives you more information for when you're trying to flush out a world or an experience for a character. Okay, so it gives you more to pull from, possibly. Of course, you always have your own life experience, and that should not be discounted, but you're not going to have a whole book of... Of clones? Yeah. I mean, all (laughs) characters come from the writer, so they're all the writer to a certain degree. But what's going to make the world feel more flushed out will be variety. You know, unless the point of the world is to show similarity to an extreme degree. I mean, that's that's happened a lot in science fiction where, you know, a character shows up and everybody's doing the exact same thing. <laughs> On the same timetable. That reminded me of The Wrinkle in Time when they get to that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. (laughs) There's other stories like that too, but yeah. With the bouncing balls. Oh gosh. (laughs) Chilling. (laughs) Would you say that your reading reflects what you are writing or planning to write? To a certain degree. Sometimes things stay in, in my brain for a while. So it's not appropriate for that particular story. But it'll be appropriate for another one in future. Like I remember a while back you were writing or trying to write something scary. Yeah, I had to learn about that. I'm still not sure I know how to do that. Do you want to talk a little bit about what you did for that? I just got books that I thought would from writers that... I felt sort of knew what they were talking about and I wouldn't necessarily limit myself to strictly writing, but also open up to other storytellers from other mediums and how they convey something like fear or anxiety or something like that. Oh, like a composer for soundtracks or a director, a photographer. Yeah, because if If the writer can experience it, then hopefully they can convey it. And I know I did like some or tried to do some like writing scary scenes and things like that and try to learn what is scary. But of course, that's different for each individual. That's true. I remember getting like weird texts about it. (laughs) (laughs) 
First, to be fair, you get weird texts about a lot of things from me. That's not a lie. <laughs> I think that's a thing, though. If you can find a, a friend that you can just pick their brain, I think sometimes that can help, too. Because sometimes you can get stuck in thinking, you know, in your way. How does someone else think? Yeah. How would, how would someone else approach it? I think that's where, like, learning about writing comes into play as well. You know, if you're reading books, then you're learning, well, that's how this person approached it. That's how this person tries to do this or that. Mercedes Lackey, like she was saying with relation to writing, like that people who are just starting out with writing should totally basically write fan fiction because it will teach them. Yeah, it was something like that. I may be be paraphrasing quite a bit. Hopefully I'm not putting words incorrectly there. It, It makes sense because... How else are you going to learn unless you pick it apart? Uh, James Scott Bell in Plot and Structure talks about doing that. Dissecting stories to see how they work. You know, like an engine taking it apart. What about research? You know, you hear about writers doing research for their projects. Do you ever do research? For Nano, yes. Beforehand, not during. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's where it gets dangerous so it's like i'm just gonna look this thing up oh yeah that that's the kind of thing you want to do ahead of time you do all the research and then <laughs> you basically forget the research and then write the story uh not forget the research but not well you're not writing a report on it exactly but that's where i think like if if you're reading Nonfiction, like I personally find nonfiction way more inspiring than fiction. I sort of feel like I'm constantly researching for something, you know, I think it helps that I have varied interests. So that way, when I go sit down to write something for Nano, uh, hopefully, of course, this worked a lot better when I was writing more contemporary stuff and not science fiction (laughs) on a different planet where I'm going... How does this technology work? I don't know. (laughs) So I'm literally having to figure that out. However, having some idea how basic mechanics of something works will help because then you don't have to go look that up right at that moment. However, I have totally done the thing in Nano where you do this little like shorthand thing that you'll fix later. (laughs) Or you just put like a bunch of X's like, okay, I'll fill that in later. Yeah, I've totally, I think you've even seen it in some of my like rough drafts where I put big brackets or X's or whatever it is that has notated this will go here when I figure out how that thing works or whatnot. Basically, I just want to know, is the thing going to work properly or is it not? And I do this sometimes in nano, sometimes non-nano writing, where I will let the dice decide. Is this going to work? Is it not going to work? Is it going to blow up in their faces? Let randomness decide. A little D&D session. Yeah. (laughs) Why not? I I think it's just more, it's more fun when things don't go well for a character. Fun for you. Yeah. Well, it makes more story. (laughs) Yeah. There is nothing less interesting in a story than having all the problems quickly resolve or not really be a problem. That's true. You need that conflict to be present. It's just like, then, then why? I feel like I was teased. Not in a nice way. No, not in a nice way at all. (laughs) 
That is so frustrating. So you, you need things to not go well. So I know for Nano, for many participants, the goal is to get to that 50K. And so while a lot of these tips that we've talked about, you know, learning about writing, theoretical type stuff can be super helpful. What can be helpful in the moment helping you get that word count? I think in the moment, what will probably help the most is to give yourself permission to just write it. Don't go back and try to fix anything. (laughs) Just keep moving forward with it, whatever that is. If you feel like you're out of ideas, take a beat. If you have, I think they're called storytelling dice, where they just have little images. You roll one of those dice and it comes up as... A lightning bolt. I think that's on one of them. Or a house. Or a tree. And then hopefully that will give you some inspiration that you can then take to make make words. The big thing is, is you have to give yourself permission to just run with that. To be like, okay, lightning. Lightning. Is that electricity? I mean, that's the thing is it's an image. So it's open to interpretation. You know, did the lightning strike someone's house? Did the power go off all of a sudden? Because there's someone working. (laughs) Hey, Halloween's approaching. Uh, (laughs) You know, I think the the thing is, and you mentioned it before, is it's, it's the permission to just, yes. Just put it in there. Yes. Dinosaurs. Yeah. You know, yes, of course. Dinosaurs go stomping through the town and it's a contemporary town. Sure. Why not? Yes. A rainbow appears and there really is a freaking pot of gold. (laughs) How awesome. Give yourself permission to include whatever you have to, to reach 50,000 words, assuming that that is your goal, because you will find magic if you let yourself just create on the fly. Nano is a wonderful creative rush. Very philosophical tonight. Do you have any other uh, pearls of wisdom you'd like to bestow upon us? (laughs) That's because I'm so wise. (laughs) I think, you know, not obviously a few days before Nano, there is not time to do this. But if you like Nano, if you like writing, if you have the time and the finances and whatnot, you might want to consider taking a creative writing class joining a writing group, take a typing class, those sorts of things that will enable you to receive feedback on your writing. It's not the kind of thing that during nano you really want, but any other time is fine. Make sure you back things up because you do not want to be at 49,000 words and then your computer goes dark. (laughs) Ouch. Yes. (laughs) That has not happened to me, but I know of similar things happening where they had their... their, Gosh, I remember reading this in the forum where someone had their nano story on a thumb drive and they lost the thumb drive. Oh. Yep. You don't want that to be you. (laughs) They didn't want it to be them, but you don't want it to be you. Take care. With those sorts of things, if you can, you know, I think those are kind of the last, last things. Make an outline and give yourself permission and have fun because it is fun. I know I complain about it sometimes and, or at least complain about, oh my gosh, I wrote crap, but it is fun. It's, it's, I don't know. It's a great rush. Okay. So I guess that's it. We've done all six bonus episodes, Em. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! Like I said at the beginning of this episode, we are going to post updates either on Twitter or a follow-up bonus episode or both. 
but November is approaching. Come Nano with us. <laughs> All the resources that we've talked about, we have posted on our website, romancemepodcast.com. We have a Twitter, at romancemecast. I don't know how to tweet. Tweet us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this will go well. But I'm going to try. <laughs> you will do well. I have faith. And if you don't do well, we'll have stories. <laughs> And don't forget to subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, or Amazon. Bye! Bye!